Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to We Could Be Wrong, But Who Cares? This is your host, Christopher Harris. I'm John. This is Kevin. This is Sun Tzu. And Mike. For, for everyone, total feedback for everyone that's wondering where, why aren't we live streaming? We are not allowed to live stream anymore. Um, so this is, this brings up a good thing and conversation, not a good thing, but a good point into this sort of segue to this conversation of why are we continuously being stopped? From censored, censored. Thank you. Silenced. Someone side. Would someone like to go on with that side? Who side was, was that? Mike I, I, or I don't John? know. <clears throat> I thought someone had a, a something to say. Uh, the thing is, this you know, it's very frustrating from a podcast that has had people being doxed uh, with our personal information exposed to a, you know, a podcast that's really pushed for transparency as well as being free and hearing other people's points of views that we have been punished as a major network of disinformation or lies when we haven't. All we've done is just been normal people talking to fellow Americans expressing what we feel, but I feel that they've treated us as enemies (laughs) Only because we chose to allow other people, you know, to give their own perspective that's subjective and objective. They're subjective truths. They're, you know, objective truths. And yet we have claimed from the very beginning we're not experts. All we're saying is we're just normal, everyday, your average Americans talking and trying to bridge the gap of communication. Would everyone? Would anyone disagree on the mission statement of this podcast, or and and also our broadcast? No, no but Jen Saki doesn't care. I mean, she warned us in a press briefing, right, that they were working directly with social media platforms to silence or to stop any misinformation. But it's and not misinformation. It, we're just giving our opinions. You're right, but it but who gets to topic. determine that is what's out of our hands. So it doesn't matter what we believe or what we, you know, what our intent is, is who gets to determine what's misinformation. And so we're at their behest, right? We're at their mercy. Um, and that's what's unfortunate because even though we do not intend to spread misinformation or to act like doctors or specialists, we have someone in the White House, who gets to determine that, and they get to dictate that to these social media platforms. Okay, so and they're shutting us down. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but my question is: Do we really feel like it's the White House that's really doing that, Mike? I know but they you admitted had- it, right? They admitted it. Jen Psaki said it from the podium that they were working directly with social media platforms, and they named YouTube, Facebook. Um, to name a few, and they said that they were working on making sure that there was no misinformation spread uh, regarding COVID, specifically and the vaccination. So they admitted that. So, so Facebook's board of directors is is directly listening to the government. Uh, why is that hard to believe? Well, I thought they were a private company, and I thought their their interest was in making money. Their interest uh, is in making money, but they also, if they have the influences of the White House, 
working directly with them, who's to say that they're not willing to do it? Well, okay, that's speculation. That's fair. That's speculation. But well, Mike, Facebook if you listen, space- if you if you listen to the press briefing, you would have no questions about it. So, if Jen Psaki is saying that they are, as a White House, working directly with these organizations, why are we even questioning it? It's not. It's nothing that I'm assuming or that I just came up with one morning. It's something that I heard from the horse's mouth. So, why is that even a question for you? It. A press secretary is passing on information to the world that the Biden administration is working with private companies to minimize. I encourage you to listen to it yourself so that you don't have to have any doubt in your in your tone, because that's exactly what she said. So I thought that I actually forward that to you folks in a in a group text, but it did come from her mouth. Looking for it now. Yeah. It's still a private company. It doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't matter how we want to chop it up. It came from her mouth, and she is the direct representative of President Biden. So I don't understand where the confusion is. I mean, I think that if Chris can put pull that up and play it, and maybe it'll it'll calm all your doubts. No one's doubting that Jen Psaki yeah. said that they were working with. You, you think like saying that someone's working with someone is like a smoking gun of some sort. It's like, they that's fine. They Kevin, did you working. not hear what Mike just said? Mike just said, so you're saying that they're working with, I'm not, I'm, I'm telling you what was said, but I yeah. didn't just make this up and am no trying to push this. No one's saying you made it up. <clears throat> Mike, no is, Mike is doubtful. He wants to hear the clip. You obviously haven't heard the clip as well. So maybe if we all heard no, the clip Kevin's together. on the right track. Kevin's on yeah. the right track. Go ahead, Kevin. Let him talk. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I feel like it's, you were just trying to, you know, understand what she was saying. And we, we're trying to figure out what the accusation is. It's, it's, you're standing there making this like accusation, like I'm people sitting, are working actually, together. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Well, you're sitting making <laughs> accusations that people right, are guys. working closely together. And I don't understand what the. What's your confusion like, on that? The fact that she said it directly to us as, no, as Americans? Why? why or because I'm repeating it. Are you having a hard time because it's coming out of my mouth? Like, I don't understand no, the confusion. I, I don't I'm understand what the accusation I don't understand what the accusation Mike, is. stop. Hold dial on. it hold back. On, guys. Hold Just hold a tad. Mike, stop. Guys, it's guys, not, stop. It's not guys. Mike, you're not the referee, okay, Mike. On, Take guys. the referee shirt off. It's enough. Guys, really? None of us are, 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 are actually arguing. I I, I have yeah. a clip. Let me play the clip, and then from there, I, I would Let's really I, I would really like to hear John's opinion on how he perceives it, and then from there we could bounce off. Does, does that seem reasonable? Yeah. That Let's makes sense. It. Let's go. Okay. You went through kind of the top line details of this yesterday, but can you elaborate a little bit on the Facebook, the sure. administration to Facebook flagging disinformation, and then there's also some reporting uh, that we've had that Facebook maybe hasn't been uh, as proactive as the White House would like it to be in response to some of the flagging. So the process of how the flagging works and then whether Facebook has been amenable to those requests. Sure. 
Well, I would say first it shouldn't come as any surprise that we're in regular touch with social media platforms, just like we're in regular touch with all of you and your media outlets about uh, areas where we have concern, uh, information that might be useful, information that may or may not be interesting to your viewers. You all make decisions just like the social media platforms make decisions, even though they're a private sector company and different, but just as an example. So we are <coughs> ma regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health that we and many other Americans seeing are seeing across all of social and traditional media. And we work to engage with them to better understand the enforcement of social media platform policies. So let me give you an example just to illustrate it a little bit. Uh, the false narrative that remains active out there about COVID-19 vaccines causing infertility, something we've seen out there flowing on the internet quite a bit in other places as well, which has been disproven time and time again. This is troubling, uh, but a persistent narrative that we and many have seen, and we want to know that the social media platforms are taking steps to address it. That is inaccurate, false information. If you are a parent, you would look at that information, and that would naturally raise concerns, but it's inaccurate. Uh, and that is an example of the kind of information that we are flagging or raising. And then has Facebook been as proactive as the White House would like in terms of its response to its flags? Well, I think as I noted yesterday, Phil, there is more, there are more steps uh, that uh, everyone can take. And I would just note again, this is a responsibility of uh, <coughs> officials speaking, of course, on behalf of the government. It's a responsibility of members of the media. It's the responsibility of uh, citizens and civic leaders and people who are trusted voices in communities around the country. That has a broad definition. Social media platforms is one of them. And as we know, it is also a, there are also areas where a lot of people get news and information. Sometimes those are accurate news items uh, reported by some of your outlets or accurate information shared by a neighbor. Sometimes there is information that is not. It is hard to discriminate, as we know. This is not a new issue, but it is an issue that is impacting people's lives. So a couple of the steps that we have, um, you know, that could be constructive for the public health uh, of the country are uh, providing uh, for, for Facebook or other platforms to measure and publicly share the impact of misinformation on their platform uh, and the audience it's <coughs> reaching. Uh, also with the public, with all of you, um, to create robust enforcement strategies that bridge their properties and provide transparency about rules. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, no. providing misinformation out there. Taking faster ac action against harmful posts. As you all know, information travels quite quickly. If it's up there for days and days and days, when people see it, you know, there's, it's hard to put that back in a box. And of course, promoting quality information algorithms. I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Um, so those are some of the steps that we uh, think could be constructive for public health, for public information, uh, for public, uh, and you know, the right of the public to know. Go ahead. Just to quickly follow up on the Facebook aspect of this. You said yesterday that 12 people were producing 65% of the misinformation. I wanted to stop her right there. Just there's the target. <laughs> I wanted to stop her right there because, um, you know, I, I asked John to give his opinion. John, please, if you allow me to speak. Um, they, she says, you know, there shouldn't be discrimination. But the truth is the only people that I'm seeing being taken down is everyday Americans while people that bring in millions of dollars of ad revenue seem to still keep up and stay up. And, you know, if they really cared that much, 
And if they're really working that much, then why don't they make it equal for everyone? Because I feel someone who has to work a day job and run three shows while still doing other activities, <clears throat> I'm being, I'm, I cannot stream on YouTube now because I, you know, had people that had a different opinion come on and not say, hey, listen to what we're doing, only said, hey, this is what other scientists are doing about a certain subject. And then I get booted off and I get my privileges revoked when I didn't blatantly break the, you know, the policy. I mean, I have a picture that shows I got a yellow card and yet I, I can no longer live stream. Well, and the sad thing too, Chris, is that science is about scientists disagreeing and being able to debate different things, right? And this has gone into now, fed into that where it's affecting a natural and, and healthy debate with scientists and doctors, where now they're able to control what type of information that we're being fed through social media platforms, which Jen Psaki said very specifically, that's where we get a majority of our information as Americans. So it's sounding a lot like China, you know, where the government gets to control all of this. So like, when did this become a thing? You know, back when President Trump was in office, he was called a dictator. He was called all kinds of things, the all controlling, you know, um, leader but yet he never controlled social media platforms he in fact he was the one that was deplatformed it started from that and everyone praised and was enjoying that and was so happy that he was no longer on twitter and things like that but what the warning was for the people who disagreed with that was we're next and that's exactly what's happening we're next and we're sitting here now today you know victims of it and that's what's sad is that all of those who were so for it are now going to start seeing this happen. Absolutely. I, I, I have to agree with you on the fact that I was one of the people that was so ecstatic and proud that they knocked off former President Trump. And now when it's happening to me, I feel like a dunce. I don't feel like we're China, but I feel like this is unfair unless I have a lot of money in my pockets to keep my show on. Unless I'm making millions in advertising, I don't matter when I well, even felt- then, right? Even then, if you if you just go against the narrative that they want to perpetuate, you're going to be deplatformed because President I wouldn't Trump disagree made, with you. Made the media a lot of money, right? And he got them a lot of viewers, but it didn't matter. I wouldn't disagree with you, but I would say that I feel more personally affected at this moment. And for me, I feel like it's because I don't bring in millions of advertising dollars, and I'm sure. not some you know, employee of a major media company, because obviously social media is only affecting who they feel is not an asset for them. Like I the, the guest you had in, on a show, right? Was, didn't he work for Facebook or something like that? And he yeah, was he fired. He was asked to resign. Right. And the thing is the fact that we're talking so vaguely about what this issue is, shows you how we've already adapted out of fear of being, you know, the the platforms. Uh, John, can you please uh, bring in some of your knowledge? Yeah, John. So I think if you take a look, and not just at YouTube, but take a look across any platform 
that can be considered a social media platform. And I do consider YouTube to be a social media platform, but take a look at things like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, where we're specifically talking about YouTube and take a look at who is deplatformed and, and what reasons are given for deplatform. Um, whether it's YouTube with Joe Rogan and Malone or whether it's Twitter with um, uh, Scott Davis or whoever it happens to be. If you're looking for a motive as to why there, there are very clear motives. Yes. I do believe that social media is working with the administration that we have now to control the flow of information in order to have a specific outcome. There is a very, very, uh, strong motivation for most social media platforms because of the uh, Section 230 of the Communications Act. Section 230 of the Communications Act allows social media platforms not to be sued for what is on their website. I'm sorry, I apologize on their website, on their platforms, because they are considered to be um, publishers and not editors. And there has been a lot of discussion about this in Congress on both sides to where previous to this, there were people like Senator Klobuchar and um, Elizabeth Warren who were saying, look, we need to invoke or we need to revoke um, Section 230 because these people are passing along or allowing statements to be made that we don't agree with. Now, a lot of those turned around where now you have instead of the Democrats like Klobuchar and Warren and Sanders who are saying, oh, we need, to, we need to get rid of Section 230. Now, because of this change, you have a lot of Republicans who are saying that. You have Cruz and you have, you know, there's, there's several different ones. I don't want to bore you with all the names. But where they're saying, look, if we do this, if we, if we turn around or we get the House or we get the Senate, we're going to revoke Section 230 or we're going to rewrite 230. So for some of these places, there's a lot of money involved. If you take a look at the lawsuit that happened in Florida and the laws that have been passed in Florida about being able to sue social media platforms, um, there's Florida, uh, Missouri, Texas, and there's one other one that I can't remember that have now passed laws that saying in this state, you can sue these social media platforms for deplatforming you and doing things like that. Whereas that's not across the board. And honestly, I'm in, in a lot of cases, there is a big effect where people realize what's going on once it affects them personally you may not be able to see it because it's happening to the other side, or you may not be able to see it because it's happening to somebody that you disagree with. But once it comes and kicks you in the teeth, that's a big eye opener. And a lot of people don't necessarily even do the research on it until it does. It's a sad thing, but that is, that's how I see it. I see that we're getting closer. I reference a lot the book 1984 and I say, you know, we're living in 1984, not in reference to the year, but into the book where you have the government controlling the flow of information to the point of if it doesn't come from the government, it's not true. Whereas people who have changed stories over and over and over again, you know, we joke around about, you know, Fauci saying, oh, let's wear a mask. Let's not wear a mask. This works. That works. Cloth, this, surgeon, this, all this other type of stuff. Whereas people like that have never been deplatformed, even though they are contradicting, even though they do violate the rules that others are being kicked off for. And those are the type of things that we see. And that's why, you know, we reference back to those things where, where that particular freedom, that freedom of, of free speech, yes, it's a private company. You have the right of free speech on those private companies. 
can those private companies shut down other companies in order to do that? That is, that's, that's how I see things. And that's why we should never allow anyone's basic human rights to be infringed upon, regardless of political stance and ideology, regardless of any of those things. And it's just sad that we've become so divided that that's where we are, or we don't care if someone's human rights are being infringed upon by the government and until it hits them in the nuts, which, sorry, Chris. Well, there's, there's a, there was a C, oh, sorry, there was a KGB defector named Yuri Bezmenov, and I don't know if you guys ever heard of him or seen his interviews, but he would talk. Is he, yes, and give is, is these, he the CIA guy, John, or he was like a he defected a to the CIA. Yeah, he was a KGB agent. That and was he would an talk awesome about interview. How creepy <laughs> tyranny worked, and mm-hmm. one of the things that he outlined, and this was back in the early '80s when he first started giving interviews, he would talk about the control of the flow of information and how in countries like Russia or China or pick your, obviously North Korea, but pick your country places that had the communism or Marxism as the, as the ruling class in that area. One of the things they would do is they would have that control of information and they would only allow one opinion to come out. So if you were to go onto a site and say, I believe that, and this, I'm not a doctor and I'm not making a disclaim, let me put that out there. But if you were to say, I believe that such and such a pill is going to cure everything. If that goes against the narrative that they want you to do, there's no pill that's going to cure any, everything, by the way. But if that's, if that's something that's against the narrative that's coming out, then the government would immediately shut that down. And in certain places, they would put that person in prison or you wouldn't see that person again. Well, obviously, we haven't gotten that place here. We don't, at least I don't see people disappearing off the streets. But that continuous funnel of information where the sources of information that you can get without being attacked gets smaller and smaller, we have an issue. And I I hate the fact that people don't necessarily go and do their own research on these things. If you see something, I, I, and I'll bring this up because I thought this was the dumbest thing in the world, but when Obama ran the first time, I got an email from somebody who I hadn't had contact with a long time, but they sent me an email outlining why Obama was the Antichrist. <laughs> and this, <laughs> I bring this up because this is the most ridiculous thing I can think of. But yet, if you go and you research the claims that are outlined in this thing, it's, it's just unbelievably stupid. <laughs> so that's the most ridiculous thing I can think of. Now apply that to something else. If somebody says, hey, ivermectin works for you know, antivirals or anti-parasite or anything like this, but that's not the current narrative. If that, regardless of whether it's, you know, won a Nobel prize for use in humans. And then the narrative comes out, Oh, that's a horse medicine. That's no good. You have to use such and such. That's, that is part of that control and that flow of information. That's yeah. there. Um, let's, let's, let's be careful when we talk about horse medicines. We, it, it could be seriously. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not trying to be, Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Chris, no, no, send no, out, no worries. No worries. <clears throat> Chris, you need to send out the the keywords that we're using in place of the ones that will get us deplatformed. We got to go over something like that. Well, Let's get creative. I, I mean, how how crappy is that that we have to be just be almost deceitful to our audience just to be able to talk? Let's call it creative. Let's call it creative. I mean, Let's well, just get creative. 
I mean, well, you don't know. We don't know the basis of why you even got pushed off before the program started. Yeah, so, I, I, the, the, I have the a question for John. People. Can I ask John a question? Please, yes. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm real. You know, you were talking about the 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 Section 230. I'm confused about why Republicans would all of a sudden want to revoke that. Can you clarify that? I, I, I was very interesting, and I I just couldn't quite make that uh, connection there. What you what you meant there? Sure. The well, Section 230, if I can summarize it, basically says that. A social media platform cannot be sued because it's a publisher. It's not. Yeah. An and that editor. makes sense. That's so, a liability issue. That's the liability. If you right. open up the liability, then you're cool. Okay. Got right. it. Yeah. So that, that, that's a lot of dollars that's not wasted yeah. on lawsuits defending all across the United States. So because you know, Republicans will tell you that because of the change in how people are being deplatformed, what they're being deplatformed for versus what others are not being deplatformed for, that you are infringing on the right of free speech. And in that case, you should be able to sue if you if the mm, qualifications okay. where that speech is being limited. Right now there is if you're if you're banned from Twitter for whatever reason, there's no recourse for you, even if that costs you monetarily. Same thing with YouTube, same thing with Facebook. There's a lot of businesses that they make a lot of money through YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or, you know, pick whichever one you want. Once that stream is taken away, that can be a huge hit to a business and can even cause the business to go out. Oh, sure. Right. Which Mike, which Mike, like if we were monetized right now, uh, if this, if we were deplatformed like this, this would hugely affect us financially which has right. happened to a lot of people. Right. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense then that, that in other words, okay, now the, the blanket protection that the law provided, which, which obviously the social media companies loved because it's like, okay, you know, you're not going to hold us, you know, you're not going to hold our feet to the fire in terms of the responsibility of what's on our platforms because we can't be sued, Right. But all of a sudden, right. they're looking at this thing and they're going, wait a minute, wait a minute. They've taken this thing too far. And by virtue of the fact that nobody can be responsible for it anymore, they're, you know, they're pushing the narrative um, further than we want it to be pushed or, or inaccurately pushed in a way we don't want it to be pushed. And that's actually going to turn into a detriment, not an advantage. Okay. Well, well, that, to qualify sense, for John. 230 protections, you're not supposed to be able to edit anything except for, um, I'm, I'm trying to remember how it's worded, something to the effect of there's there's a, uh, a crime that's imminent or something that's imminent right. that's right. going to happen. So if, if you, like, let's say I went on Twitter and said, we're going to kill the people at uh, yeah, one yeah, sure. in sure, and, and that, right. then yes, obviously we can, we can be put out because nobody wants to be the platform right. where a bunch of murderers are going to get together. And right. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Okay. Interesting point. That's, that's, that's very, 
Which, John, I don't know if you've, did you hear the same? Because I've also heard the argument that there's still things like pedophilia, there's still things like anti-Semitism, things from people wanting to harm Americans, that like all those things are still up on social media platforms, the same ones that are deplatforming people who are talking about the vaccine and things like that. Have you heard the same thing? Oh, my God. It is the fact that the Ayatollah is still on there saying that we're going to kill all Jews on right. Twitter right. is unbelievable. But yet you're banning Scott Davis, the doctor out of Harvard, because he said he didn't like the government's treatment plan. That's my there's, issue is, is the, yeah. the, it, there's so much discrimination and in what they choose to define as something that's, you know, um, contradicting their policies or, Right. So and keep in mind, just... this is a this is a zero sum. Uh, in, uh, sorry, this is a zero zero sum asset in, institute. So if you are, let's say, you have a team of people who are patrolling all of the posts that are on your site, regardless of what site it is. If you were looking for specific things in relationship to health. And that team is dedicated to that. That team is missing all of the stuff with what we just talked about with yeah, any of the sure. other evils, child abuse or murder or any of those other things. There's, there's only a certain amount of people they can dedicate to it. No one has unlimited resources. And that's a whole nother thing. That's why it's so bad when the leader of the Taliban is on there saying that, you know, Now, I'm, I'm paraphrasing Hello? the, no, the no, long no. paragraph. We, 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 John, we, we lost you. you for like yeah. two seconds. Yeah. So yeah. Just yeah. Please, can you um, repeat? I'm sorry. What was what was the last thing you heard? When the leader of the Taliban... <clears throat> oh, yeah, when the leader of the Taliban is saying stuff like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. They're, they're, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. If, if you're a woman and you go to school, we're going to kill you. Yeah. Okay, so so what I'm what I'm hearing you saying <clears throat> is on Facebook that's still uh, acceptable information. Oh man, that's Twitter. The, that person Facebook. is still on Twitter. I, I don't know about YouTube because I can't I can't translate stuff over there. But Facebook right now, and my I may have mentioned this before, but my wife and I have been involved in. Um, groups that help with human trafficking. Yes, you didn't mention And this right now, Facebook is the worst of any social media platform. <clears throat> they literally have done nothing regardless of the amount of complaints that have been filed. I, I mean, just like absolutely nothing that I can see where people are using their, their um, the, the group rooms and things like that in order to organize these things. It is, it is, horrendous it is on, on, on facebook on facebook yeah it think? is it is as bad as you can imagine and maybe worse where, so in other words so in other words people are basically advertising open sexual confrontations and things like that not That's just that but human how, trafficking here's the thing how you can <clears throat> groups on how they're communicating we're going to take this group of women who are going to be sex slaves and we're going to put them over here and this is how we're communicating with you guys so okay. let's, I'm just going to make up, make up something, right? Cause I'm, I'm not going to give any real world scenarios, but let's say I was one of those people in California and I'm going to move a group of sex slaves to Ohio. I can get on Facebook and I can use that platform in order to communicate back and forth. And that record, the way that those, the way that the government 
uh, right now currently uses that plat or use that platform, they can't go in and subpoena those records the same way that they could if I were just to text that on my phone. It's Tom, a it's a whole different deal, and that's why this this zero sum because of the, because of the section two thirty. Because of the Section 230 or because of another issue? Tongue and there's cheek a here, guys. There's, there's a couple of different protections on that, but Section 230 is part of that. Yeah. Tongue and cheek okay. here. Let's not get a spend from Facebook. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, okay, but we're, we're, we're digging into a topic, and that's that's yeah. cool. That's cool. I just want to uh, – so it's, it's fun to have myself and three other people. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin, you are there. Did you have yeah, anything I to want, say, Kevin? Yeah. I think he was trying to say something, and I think I was too yammering. I could have talked to him too. I'll take so, the blame for that one. Go ahead. Sorry, Kevin. Kevin. <clears throat> oh no, yeah, you're fine. Um, yeah, I mean, from what I I do get, if you want the protections of a publisher, you can't start editing, and once you do start editing, you open yourself up to one the criticism that you didn't edit all of the things that you should have, and yet you edited some of the things that you shouldn't. And, uh, you know, if I was, you know, YouTube or some of these companies, I would definitely rather sit in the publisher's place where I didn't have to deal with any of that, where I just stood back and, you know, had the people put on the site what they seemed fit. And we weren't the, the, the place to, to, um, arbitrate all those things but they um, are I mean, doing I, that for people who make them a lot of money for people like us we get well not only that but that that the fact that they were not having to allocate revenue towards that allowed them to invest in infrastructure it allowed them to invest in personnel and training it allowed them to invest into even to the point of, of like now almost every social media has psychologists and sociologists that are on staff obviously those are expensive obviously a lot of stuff is expensive but they've been able to to invest that capital into that versus the other things, which has allowed them to grow so exponentially. Did any they, of you they would not have grown without that protection in the beginning. Sorry, John, I didn't mean to interrupt. But did any of you watch the, um, the questioning of uh, Twitter, Facebook? Um, who are the other people that were there um, with the Senate when the Senate got to question how they actually executed their Google's ways of too. censoring and all those things and a lot of times they didn't really have really valid you know answers to their questions and you can hear just the how they did discriminate amongst certain they things had especially valid answers <clears throat> to where they didn't have to answer directly <laughs> right. No, seriously. right right right, right. And, and they bear and and they get and this is what's so frustrating is you watch these things and they just get to talk a lot about nothing and we get no answers as americans and they just get to walk home back to their businesses and to their billions especially uh the twitter guy i don't know why his name's escaping me but jack dorsey jack dorsey, jack dorsey. Well, in fact yeah, he was the guy at the time but he's he's gone now but. right he's gone now yeah and so it, it was just interesting how regardless of what we do and even people in the power of the senate are questioning these private companies they really feel like no one can touch them and they can just bullshit their way through these questions and 
you know, and everything just stays the same. So it was, it's eye opening to watch those things to okay. see how things really work. So you made a good point. They feel like no one could touch them and things could stay the same. Well, the way things could change is if we push our congressmen and senators to push mm. laws. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the only way it is. So a lot of those hearings okay, wait, end up becoming Sorry, dog John, and pony Kevin shows. Talk, because if you don't talk, people totally. will talk I don't, over you. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. We're like, there's, we're, we're worried that like that Joe Biden is secretly telling, not secret, Twitter and YouTube, He's or open about overtly it. telling them what to do, and then we're supposed to tell, we'll, we're supposed to tell them to take over. Or tell okay, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, Who, who's we well, were? Who's you were saying we should call our congressmen okay. so for them to tell their a major social media company what, what to do between our our current no, executive branch and <laughs> and our and you know and our Congress and Senate, right? So the what, the White House administration and some of the ones that are really pushing forward in in the Senate are obviously at odds with each other, right? What I'm saying is I don't believe that it's Biden personally giving these directions, but I do believe that there's some big money somewhere in the uh, in the in the back shadows and I feel like, you know, now where I was like not invested in pushing laws to regulate social media or making social media like a utility I am now considering it because they have directly, you know, affected me because believe it or not, John kind of called me out when he was talking because John was saying, well, you know, no one really pays attention until because it's happening yeah. to the other side until it happens yeah. to you. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge. Hi, Chris. Good to have me back. Right. But yeah, that's what he was you know, kind of doing. Right. Hey, but but to Kevin's point is if we were in Florida. Chris would be able to sue them right now. And that's that's where leadership Wait a minute, Sunsu. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Sunsu. Who says I'm not in Florida? I'm in Florida right now. I'm a sue oh, right that's now. That's right. I forgot. I yeah, forgot duh, that you changed I your address. No, but well, Kevin, because we just talked about earlier in the show that there are specific states that have pushed uh, their own state laws that you can actually sue, uh, uh, you know, these I heard media people platforms. talking about it. I don't know how confirmed it, any of them it was. did it, in, it, Flor yeah, oh, in Florida. Oh, yeah, you listen. You need to listen. <laughs> I did that, listen. To, no, not, not to us. Not Kevin, to us. You actually, you actually need to attention. listen to these, these actually press Kevin. briefings right. where, where right. Ron DeSantis actually you know, talks about that. Like, how, how did you, I don't understand how people well, miss this. I mean, this is like out there on the news. I don't in know. In all seriousness, <clears throat> right now, without letting anything be out in the open, we actually have, uh, you know, we, we have opportunity with a entity that might want to invest with us. And now this is going to be two shows where <laughs> we were showing them growth that we can't show growth because we can't broadcast. And now, thank you, John, for calling me out. Um, you know, I mean, tough love, right? But now I'm like, hey, I want regulations on that because that's no fair to me. I feel like I've been silenced and I didn't think I did anything wrong. I've been silenced because I've given someone else a fair shake to give their opinion after I stated, hey, guys, we all think blah, 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 but maybe you should also hear blah, blah, blah about blah, blah, blah. Does that and, make sense? And, and kind of interesting, it's kind of a reversal of fortunes, isn't it? Usually the Republicans are the ones that are anti-regulation. 
and the Democrats are more regulation oriented. And now the Republicans are saying, eh, because this thing is going so one sided, maybe we need to be more forceful in this area, which which makes sense. I agree. You know, makes sense. Kevin, uh, I, yeah, I don't know if they're saying I. I don't know if they're saying there should be more regulations. I think they're saying the regulations got us here. I think they were saying that the censorship was imposed through. Yeah, but Florida, Florida is allowing. They're passing a law to allow them to challenge, to 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 hold them responsible, which is, that's, which that's, is, that's not that's Kevin, there, Kevin, yeah, there Florida, some- Florida governor, Ron DeSantis signed a bill Monday that aims to punish social media companies for their moderation d- decisions. Yeah. And the Silicon Valley immediately criticized and likely sets the stage for potential legal challenges. How? Sure. He signed a bill. How? He signed a bill. Yeah. And what's the mechanism? What are they going to go to jail? Like, what is, what, what's the mechanism? Uh, I mean, don't expect me to know all the ins and outs and the intricacies are you of what this. The punishment is, or are you yeah, what's the, what is the mechanism? There, he signed a bill that says that would allow people, a company, allow a person or an individual to sue a uh, social media company to create because of a because of a tort of a wrong. Okay. Where there's no way that you're going to be able to out legislate terms of service agreements. If you agree to a term of service, there's no way you're going to be able to sue the company for a breach of the terms of service. You can't legislate. It's it's so vague. That's why. Sensu, can you please read what you just read again a little bit slower for us to understand? Yes, sir. Give me one second. Okay, it says Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill Monday that aims to punish social media companies for their moderation decisions, a move that Silicon Valley immediately criticized and lightly sets the stage for potential legal challenges. This was May. This was May of last year, actually. Oh, no. I think what I think what that he's saying is that if a social media company does you know, silence a certain person that they're leaving themselves open to um, discrimination. Yeah. So it's so if they if they can prove that eighty percent of the people that they you know said are not allowed to speak are of a certain race or like you know political oh, persuasion no. or these sort of different things isn't that what we're talking about though right now like i, yeah, I feel like there's yeah. a disconnect here between kevin and myself i'm not sure but i feel like that's what we are okay. talking about okay that here it it's is allowing I'm, people I'm so to sorry. take legal action I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry but it's literally this simple okay in florida the law requires social media companies to explain censorship or they'll face a fine. Mm-hmm. Period. The justification. The justification. Bill 7072. Mm. And, you know. Interesting. And now this is state law. If, for example, YouTube never told me why they pulled my episode off the show two years ago. YouTube is not telling me why they're pulling. They pulled off yesterday's show, and right? YouTube, and you and you can sue them. You that, basically well, are given the I, right to yeah. be able to say, "I'm going to hire a lawyer and I'm going to fight my case yes. in Florida." You have Florida. to explain why, because you know why? Because most likely there's some person who's wonderful to everyone except this show, 
that's not listening to the show. They just see, oh, my computer's saying they said these five words. Cancel. Why? Because they're too lazy to really listen to my show or they're, yeah. you know, there's too many shows and they don't want to listen to it. So when I go, sir, why did my show get canceled, sir? What did I do wrong, sir? <laughs> Chris, DeSantis says in a quote on Twitter, he says, today, the Christopher Harris's of the world, if he lived in Florida, is being guaranteed protection against the Silicon Valley power grab on speech, thought, and content. We the people are standing up to tech totalitarianism with the signing of Florida's big tech bill. That's there right. There you go. DeSantis 2024 as president. Yes. Yes. Vice President Ivanka Trump. Yes, I, I love it, that bro. I didn't even think of that. that. <laughs> Stop. No, I love Stop. it. Leave Trump out of it, but DeSantis, DeSantis is is. He doing said Ivanka, well. Ivanka Trump, man. I know, I know. DeSantis is doing. You know, okay, good. You know, we we've, we've learned a lot today. I've learned a lot today. It's cool. Good. We're back to John's point. Uh, the Florida is challenging the premise that social media companies have the ability to not be responsible for anything that they put out. And Florida's saying, no, 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 no. Sorry about that. Uh, if you squelch people from putting out other things, that's not what the intention of this law is all about. And so it goes to the courts. I have total confidence that democracy is about the courts. Hear, hear. Kevin, can you say Governor DeSantos is right. <laughs> Kevin, can you say that? Uh, I I really have no idea what, what is going on Kevin, here. I mean, I yeah, yeah. Kevin, you were censored, Kevin. Do you feel okay about that? <laughs> I yeah. know, Kevin, you were censored too. <laughs> it's breaking Realize my heart. Realize that. It's, Realize yeah, that. It is so totally breaking my heart. Would you agree with what Florida's doing? Yes or no? It's real simple, Kevin. Uh he just doesn't no, have confidence. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, first of all, I'm not a hundred percent sure what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. and uh, Kevin, you know, I mean, Kevin, not, jump in for just a second. Yeah, please, 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 Go and look at original source Amen, documentation. John. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. Don't but, but, other people. But, but, but my I, problem. I would fully request everybody do that on every topic that's ever been discussed. Yeah. In fact, here, here. Chris, Christopher, can we add like little attachments to our our? Um, Are you talking podcast? about hashtags? Yeah. Not yeah. hashtags, but like links. Show notes. Links to, yeah, links to oh, yeah, so sure. that people can actually sure. look this up because this, we want to share information. Right? I but can, can I just touch on something that's really bothering well, can me we about please Kevin. Get Kevin? No, hold on. Really bothering about Kevin because it goes back to just the whole root of this whole show is he's he acts like boo-hoo, ho-ho. It's like, dude, you should really be bothered by the fact that your rights are being infringed upon and you're acting mm. like it's no big deal because guess what? It's going to snowball into something bigger. And until, it, are you going to wait until it actually affects you or your livelihood or what have you or your family? Like these are the things, this is my point. Care about it now. I mean, don't sit there and just go, oh, boohoo. Oh, Chris, you could still make a living. You're a nurse or you do this, whatever. No, care about it because it's our basic human rights and we should care about it regardless of how it affects you. And that 
is what bothers me about your comment today. Like, ultimately, that's why we are where we are right now. Wow. Oh, I, think, oh, I think you may, I think you may uh, have misunderstood. Yeah, sure. Go Kevin, are you, yep. you have a gun. You have a gun in the house. You, <laughs> you should probably, you should probably get, prepare yourself because, you uh, know. Uh, under attack. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I, I must. I must be. Uh, I must be coming off wrong because yeah, no, I'm a. I'm a big fan of uh, you know the First and Second Amendment. I think it is very important. Um, I just. I think the way that we're kind of discussing uh, the topic right now is like a little difficult to understand. Uh, you know, we're talking about you know Twitter. Is it because we're company. not saying that the Santos is the is evil? Is that why it's hard to understand? <laughs> Is that why? Stop, Chris. Does <laughs> Kevin hate him? I didn't know this. This is new information no, to me. No, I do no, not. No, yeah. no, I'm going to see no. you waiting Chris something. Is, Chris, is, Chris is being an instigator. <laughs> He's good at that. We Chris, that. he would never do such a thing. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't under... Uh, we're talking about Twitter uh, and uh, I guess... We're talking about social media. Uh, Twitter's just social media to be a part abusing of social media. the First Amendment. I mean, the First Amendment doesn't govern Twitter. I, I, I just no, this is kind Kevin, of where that's my not disconnect. what we're saying. So, so it's very possible that these private companies are getting pressured from somewhere. I believe it's 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 pressure from big pot from from big money. Other people believe it's the Biden administration directly. Others believe there's other sources. But what I'm saying is I was once, oh, yeah, whatever so-and-so says and leave social media alone until it came for me. I was those people that you say I can never be like that. I, you know, I, I, I know I'm always right. And then I was like that until it attacked me. And then, and then I realized I'm on the other side. That's why when John said what he said – I mean, I just had to say thank you. You know, I didn't realize that that I was like that. All I'm saying, Kevin, is that maybe, maybe your screen's frozen. Oh no, okay, maybe there you're moved. Uh, maybe you need to consider that people like Governor DeSantos had a great point and passing a law like that. And I wanted you to say that Governor DeSantos was right in doing that. I just want you to say it. Uh, Governor DeSantis is absolutely right. Come yeah. on. I mean, I How think I'm tug in cheek, guys. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm tug in cheek, guys. No, yes, but. for sure. <laughs> but no, but in, 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 in all seriousness, like, this has really affected me, and this has really affected our show, you know? And it's like, well, now I'm really confused to where I believed so much of the narrative until it turned on me. Now you guys, Chris had his sport car all picked out. He already had his new neighborhood he was yes. moving up into in these yes. hills. I mean, yes. understand, it affected him. Greatly. <laughs> no, 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 I don't buy it. First, yeah. first, first they came for the, uh, you know, whatever. First they came for the, and... no, first they, first they came for the Trumps. Then they came from the Trump, for, for the Trumpers, then the Republicans, and then they came for me. Right. Okay. Please. Please. That is a horrible bastardization of that form. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you, John. I feel oh, like we're being man. a little dramatic no, here. John, I missed you, man. First, they came for my Twitter. Well, <laughs> the truth is, in all seriousness, this is a show where, where, where we bridge the gap and where we have fun and we ease up because sometimes we could get real dark. I mean, uh, next week we'll be talking about the, uh, the fells of the foster system and Children Protective Services, oh, which yes. is a major topic. We'll be talking about <laughs> cases like Gabriel Hernandez to Harmony Montgomery, you know? And I just want to let people, especially new people who listen, know that sometimes we can laugh, and sometimes you got to laugh at some of the dark stuff to lighten it up because you can't get depressed. There is, there is something going on. You know, Mike feels it. Everyone here feels it. There is something going wrong because the truth is we have to be free to just at least share our opinions. The show's called We Could Be Wrong, and who cares? But the idea is that we talk to each other and we don't stay, you know, um, you know uh, uh, opposed to each other or divisive, that we open up our hearts and try to understand each other. Because there was a moment that I really thought John and Sun Tzu were, they were just... They were, they were on the moon. Like, I, I could not believe that they would even believe things would get that far because one of the people who's always, well, both of them, John and Sun Tzu, have both said, hey, guys, you guys are thinking, ha-ha, funny on Trump, but this could happen to any one of us. And we're like, nah, nah. And now I can't stream on YouTube, which is making me lose possible viewership, possible endorsements, and a possible future. Amen. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. So. Nice. I. What? I was going to say, I accept oh. your apology, Chris. You're going to say, Mike. Outstanding conversation. Yeah, I thought this was really fun. Uh, Outstanding conversation, really. It's, it's, you know, that's what we need. We need to, we need to change our boundaries. And Sun Tzu. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. Those, yeah, Mike? those, those noises sound really, really. I don't know what those noises mean. Neither maybe, do I. Maybe I'm a perv. Yeah, I don't know what's just, going on. Just, just let things settle. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Let Mike, things oh, seriously, settle. seriously, Mike. Settle. Take off Hold your off shirt. Dude. Thank you like, very much for calling. It's for listening to We Could Be Wrong. You can meet it. We could email us at mysake productions. Also, please don't forget, uh, that's mysakeproductions at gmail.com. There, there were emails. Sorry, guys, I did not get to the emails. Uh, shout out to Frank. Frank, uh, I know you have uh, uh, fatigue. Uh, 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 is the word that I'm using because I can't say a certain word. We, we are not going to get there. You're, there's fatigue. Uh, thank you for those who stuck with us. Sorry that you can't watch us live. And thank you for the 3,000 that watched us who probably thought well they're done we're we not missed you king of rants we missed oh, you yeah. today Shout sure out wish to you were here king of rants but and, john uh, you, just i i love john john thank you so much for being here i'm so glad